Hi guys, I welcome to Rebecca Wendy of The Womb Of. Now today I want to talk about something different. I actually had another podcast that I had recorded and I'd basically edited but it was so late I was just going to throw it up there and then I was going to do that tonight and then this idea came and this idea is, I'm just going to tell you about it and the big thing that it's a mind blower because it just hit me was successful women do not believe that they're successful let me say that again successful women do not feel like they are successful like they've made it like they've achieved like they've done it they do not feel like that now I am a ex-sailor I lived on a yacht for two and a half years Um, on the water we saw dolphins by the boat and they swam right by the boat we saw whales we saw um, we saw a mum and calf and we had a whales come right beside the boat and it was an amazing experience uh, we then moved on to a bus and we lived on a bus for about the same period of time and we traveled and we um, we got to see lots of amazing things wild emus and um, wild koalas because we're in Australia and Uh, Surprisingly, we don't see a lot of wild koalas in Australia, depending on where you are. If you're in the bush, you do. Um, But where we we are, we never usually saw them. So being out in the the bush and actually seeing them in the wild, doing their own thing, was great. And then there was... um, And before that, uh, we owned a farm. And we owned goats. And I hand-milked goats every morning. Um, to have goat milk and I made goat cheese and I learned to do all that kind of stuff and when we were away I hand milked a cow and so the the things that I've had people say well your life is incredible you've had so many amazing experiences and women treat me like I know I treat other women the problem with that is we're never in the position mentally that other people think we are so let me just state this successful women don't believe they're successful because they're having all the problems that you're having now now I know you're going well successful women don't have the financial problems yes they do they have financial problems just the same they're just different so they're the same financial problems being they have them they're just different but guaranteed you they have them so if you could imagine for a moment yourself as you are with exactly the same problems feeling exactly the same as you do now in different clothes that's it so you are exactly the same you think the same you are the same you're just in different clothes that's it can you imagine feeling like this and being what you deem now as successful that's not what your idea of successful is but successful women feel like this all the time so one thing that they do there's a few things that they do do that are different so the the one thing the huge thing that that i think is really important for women to get to get to a point where they can actually be at a, a successful level for other people is um, they need to take control of their finances that is absolutely necessary that is something that cannot change I think the absolute worst thing the worst thing that a couple to can do when they start getting serious is to put their money together I think that is the absolute worst decision you need to keep separate money you need to keep it separate so you can control your money at all times and your partner can control their money at all times that's not to say that you won't go through situations where you absolutely need both the money you need it just to make payments to do things to whatever that's fine you pay your bit they pay their bit and it's done separately 
it's not done with someone else's control and this is absolutely vital and I know there are mums out there that are listening to this going I, I do everything else there is so much I already have to do I cannot do this I can't I, I can't I can't fit it in this I'm gonna say something I absolutely hate and I'm sorry but I have to say it this is something that you can't ignore you must take control of your own finances you must be in control of your own money because that's the only way to become financially independent you cannot be dependent on somebody else and if you're not the one that's managing your own money if you're saying oh my partner just deals with the finances that can't happen because you have no idea what that money is going into you can be told what it's going into, but you don't know. You need to know exactly how much is going into the mortgage. You need to know exactly how much is going into the, the food. And you need to know what is being spent on other things. That's something that successful people in general, they know exactly what's coming in. They have a budget, they budget everything. To think that successful people have enough money. We're not talking about people that, that I don't know that there's anyone. In, I know that television puts it as, you know, people just roll in money and spend whatever. And you see there's some you know, young girls on YouTube spending their dad's money ridiculously. Their dads have a budget. Pe successful people have a budget because they know exactly what's coming in. They know exactly what their money's going. They're not just going, well, we'll see how far this goes this week. We'll, we'll just wing it. Nah, they have a budget. They budget everything. They don't like to be surprised by things not that any of us do but the idea that um, things come up like you let's say you need the car tires suddenly fixed to car tire blows or someone gets sick and you need you need the extra money but if you haven't budgeted for things that's going to be a problem I'm not saying you can't work out money with your partner that's that's not it at all you know you've got to come to some agreement where if you need to pay the mortgage then he can pay half or they can pay half and you can pay half or you know one week they get the groceries next week you get the groceries whatever the reasoning is whatever you guys work out you need to do something that leaves you in control of your own money you cannot have it join together because you're not then in control of it it doesn't matter whether you're um, a really close couple it doesn't matter what your relationship is you still need that control of your own money and if you're um, uh, if you're a stay-at-home mum and they work most of the time then um, and I don't know whether you live in an area that's similar to somewhere like Australia. So when in Australia we get, um, if you're a stay-at-home mum and your, your partner works, if they don't earn a huge amount, then you still get some benefit from the government. If you still get that, then you have to put that aside in your own bank account. That's yours. Yes, your partner may earn um, more, but you have to know what's going on um, and if you don't earn anything and they, your partner only earns then you need to be able to remove a, more, a small amount of money each week that becomes yours and the thing is there's a lot of times where it, the financial situation can be really really tough and if you've got one of the, the people managing the money all the time, then you don't know, let's say your partner does, then you don't know where the money's going. And if you then start asking for what's letting them know, or I suggest if you've got money of your own, setting up your account, an account and moving your money already, tell them about it after the fact, not ask them beforehand. Um, and when that happens, if there's an uproar, you have to find out what the uproar is about. 
because if it's the fact that that you know we need to still pay the mortgage or do the groceries that all can still happen there's nothing to stop that from happening if it's to say oh, i don't know that the audible accounts won't get paid then you can organize your own audible account compared to your partner's one or you can share the kids one something like that you know share who does the kids one i mean um if it's netflix you can work out the payment system on that uh it, it's it's something that is definitely workable and with a mortgage it's easily workable um with rent it's probably easy, easily workable too uh, so it's not that, that you can't work it. So if there's an uproar, you have to find out what the uproar is about. If it's the fact that, you know, there's the, we're going to lose the house if you do this, or we can't, you know, we're not going to be able to manage if you've, you know, you've moved it. Yeah, I need to be, I need to know exactly what's going on, blah, 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 blah. You need to look at that seriously because financial abuse is a serious thing. You need to be aware of exactly where your money is going. And if they're making, you know, kicking up a stink and making an uproar over something that is seen, the uproar seems almost um, over the top, you need to find out why that is because that's not normal. This is your money. It shouldn't be in an, um, a separate account. It should be in your, I mean, it shouldn't be in a joint account. It should be in your account. And you have every right to move that there. So if suddenly they kick up a stink about and then make up you know um what do you call it the, the, the sky is falling on our heads and they'll make you feel really bad about it you have to look at it and go well where is this money going because you have normally in a normal relationship you'll come to an agreement because it's easy they're making their money and you're making yours it's easy to come to an agreement it's super easy but you have to be in control of your own money. It's the only way to get financial freedom. And so with that, with that control, you then get to say where the money goes. And there are responsibilities. Just because you get control of your own money doesn't mean you then get to spend it on, on whatever you want. You have responsibilities. If you have a mortgage, you have to pay your portion of it. If you have, um, you obviously have to eat, you have to pay your portion of it. Um, if you have kids, you then have to be responsible for those kids. Both of you have to be responsible for those kids. So both have to pay things like um, um, not only the groceries for the kids, but tuition fees and, you know, sporting fees. And that they're things that, that both of you are responsible for. And so that needs to come to an agreement too, because it doesn't, it doesn't have to come out of one. You need that freedom to say, okay, this is mine, this is yours, this is how we're working it. Um, another thing that, that um, successful people do is they track it on some kind of um, device. It's not simply writing it down on a piece of paper. And if you're probably younger than 45, I think everybody can use Excel. You know, whether it's Microsoft Excel or a Apple equivalent or um, or a Linux equivalent, you know, Open Office, LibreOffice, whatever you want to do, Excel is super easy. You put in the figures, and if you're not good at math, it just adds it up for you. You don't actually have to work out a lot. All you have to do is know that on um, a particular day or week or throughout the week, what is your being what is your money going on and being able to look at it um, if you get paid once a week or once a fortnight tracking it where is the money going and you're tracking your portion of it you're tracking where things are going what things are doing now I'm not a huge fan of the um, not doing things by cash I think cash is a really good idea but at the moment I like to track exactly what's going on I want to know where my money is going and I find doing everything by card just easier to do that because I can just look at my bank account and I know where things have gone. Um, and that's, that's just a super simple way you can get a statement, you can get you know, a lot of banks these days move um, the, uh, sorry, they, they 
allow you to export certain areas, whether it's a week, a fortnight, or a whole statement, into either a, an accounting program like MyOp or Quicken or whatever you have, um, or you can do it to an Excel spreadsheet. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm not great with with MyOp or Quicken, even though I learnt with it, I'm terrible at it. But it's a great way to um, track what you're spending and where where money's going and knowing exactly what you're doing with it because you can't be financially free in any sense unless you know what's happening with the money and you have to know you have to know what your expenses are you have to know where the money needs to go compared to where you want it you know what are the wants you have to deal with the responsibilities first um and I, again, I know that there's going to be women out there, especially mums that that are so busy with so many other things that are looking after kids that are going, I don't have the time. It's something that just every successful woman does. She manages her money because she needs to manage her money. She's got no other choice. Now I know there are some women out there that were like me. So they're when I first, I've done this, I've done this lots of times to start off with, but I always ended up um, going back to the uh, mixed um, accounts because there was huge pressure. And when that pressure came, it was, you know, we can't make it this week because, you know, we don't have enough money, we don't have enough food, we're not going to be able to make it. And, and if I was at the start, when I first started, I, I set up a completely different account and I started moving $50. And I thought, well, with what we're getting, $50 wasn't much. Um, but it ended up causing a huge problem. Um, and that it became so much so that I then felt so guilty for moving that money that I ended up putting it back and that account I thought was uh, a waste of time I, I, I tried for a little bit longer in smaller and smaller amounts I even did daily amounts of tiny things but didn't matter what I did it caused a huge problem and I was so used to caving that I just caved and I lost control of that tiny bit of money I had what I didn't realize at the time and purely because I was so young and young of mind as well as um, young, uh, I didn't realize that, that everything was my money anyway. Um, and I don't know that I could have done anything with that at the time. I don't know that I would have been strong enough of, um, you know, to, to to stand up to that a lot has happened that a lot happened along the time to allow me to get to the point to to um, where I am now but I needed to go through those times so there have been a number of times different different instances where I have set up accounts I've moved money the worst one I did is I set it up um, this was probably oh probably a good seven years my very first attempt um, before I was actually successful at it um, yeah I, I set up an account but it was in with um, one of the big banks uh, that we have uh, where we are and uh, we were already with that that bank so all as it did is it brought up um, my new account under, like if you went into the internet banking, it brought up the new account underneath the other accounts and I tried to uh, hide it, but which you can do, but it was um, pretty pointless. Um, and whenever there was any pressure put on, because there was, I would relent. And then we used it, just we <laughs> used it just as a savings account, but um, it ended up being used it pretty much not being used in the moment it's it's still sitting there but it's not being used because 
um, I, I realized at the time that that was not a good idea, but I also didn't know what else to do. Um, I didn't know how to manage what to do then in the situation that I was currently in. And so it took a long time and a few experiments. So um, I didn't know what else to do then. I still kept that open. I still tried through that account many, many times to start this. But then when I come to the realization, and I actually listen to a lot of people, um, some of them are well known, like Tim Ferriss, and some of them um, are only well known in particular circles, like um, uh, I'm not even going to try and say his last name, but Igor, he's a, he's a hypnotist, but he does talk about the financial sides of things. And I've looked up different women and um, different things over the time to to learn I can't think of any um oh one was lucky bitch she was she's a woman in Australia who talks about being financially free um and so there there are different things that you can do as a woman to be financially free and that's the first thing to being um successful but I I just I want you to think of um being successful as imagine how you are now now there's now i'm saying this because there's other there's other factors so a lot of people think that money is going to change their lives um it's going to make them incredibly better that the whole world is going to change and um everything's going to be magically fixed the problem is let's say you got out you went out today and you got a piercing and you believed that that piercing was going to change your look enough that your whole life was going to change the likelihood of that happening is so slim because the piercing will make you feel different for a really short amount of time and then you're just going back to your normal self um, money is exactly the same it you just go back to who you, you you think oh yeah i'm going to be different but if your things in your life there are certain things in your life that are not beneficial to you that have nothing to do with money the money isn't going to change a thing not a darn thing so let's for example say that you become successful but you feel just as shitty as you do now um, there's a reason that you do that and it has nothing to do with the money <coughs> and I know a lot of you are listening are going I can't fathom that it will fix everything oh, I know I've been there but it won't what what needs to be done is to figure out why what is causing that pain and there is often something completely unrelated to money um like let, let's for example say that you are living in a situation where you're struggling just to pay for groceries let alone any bills you you, you, you can keep a roof over your head but it's just and at the end of the week at the end of the week there is nothing left and pretty much at the end of payday after you've paid for all the bills that you have to pay there is nothing left and you're looking at it going yeah, people talk about um, doing things for yourself and you're going well, there is nothing I have to look after my family I have to look after what's important to me I cannot afford to not buy the food so I can go get my nails done, you know, and I don't know what you can tell, but I'm speaking from experience here. There is just nothing at the end of the week. There's nothing. And you just feel week after week after week just ruined just because it's so draining <coughs> and you're, and you're in this relationship that's not benefiting you that, that you know lots of arguments just you, you, somehow you 
you feel like you find yourself in a position where everything's your fault and you just know and you've known for a while that something's not right and you think if you won the lottery if you got a bag full of money gifted to you if you found a suitcase of cash that your whole life would change I can tell you it wouldn't what would happen uh, let me let me let me tell a story let me tell you a story there was a, a girl named Jess and she had two kids um, two girls and she struggled she struggled to make ends meet she struggled through she didn't even know whether she could put enough food on the table for the table but she tried so darn hard not to show the kids and she went through the things that asked for things that should that asked for toys or that asked for games or that asked for phones and you can just say I can't you have to say that over and over again I can't afford it we can't afford that and they'll talk about what other kids are doing why can't we do what Lucy's doing why can't I have what what Jeremy has wait and it breaks your heart because you know, it broke her heart because she knew there's nothing that she could do and then she was in one of her worst moments and she decided at this point she was she's normally pretty timid especially of her surroundings but she was just in one of those moods that she'd go down by the, the train tracks the rail tracks and she'd just sit she knew a lot of homeless people spent time there but she didn't know what else to do so she went there and as she was sitting, she looked up and she saw a bag across the way. And she, normally money's at the forefront of her mind, but she wasn't. Or if it did jump into her mind, she swatted it away. This was not the time. But her curiosity got the better of her and she went and had a look. And it was a duffel bag, you know. It was, you guys would call it, some people call it a gym bag. It was just, it was, looked like it was full of stuff, probably someone's clothes. She wasn't sure whether she should open it, but she took a chance and she unzipped it and she opened it. And she stumbled back because, you know, the whole thing was full, full to the brim with money. It was millions. And um, don't don't be fooled by those scams that show you like packets and packets and you know ridiculous cubes of money that that you know this is a million dollars. No, it's not. These people are idiots. They clearly don't know what a million dollars is because it's not that. Um, yeah. So this thing had millions, and she had no idea who it was, and and she thought. I really need some of these, so maybe I'll take a little bit, and maybe I'll not take the whole bag. But what if it's what if it's drug runners? What 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 if they come and get me? What what if they come? What if this is a drop? What if this is a CIA sting? Maybe I should just leave. And she went, you know, she did the bag back up, and she was so scared she went to run away. And she got to the stairs, but she turned around. And she come back. She said, I can't, I can't, I just, I, she, she gave herself all the excuses about deserving it and everything else. So she picked it up, she took it home. She tried to act as casual as she walked down the street with it on her shoulder, but it was not casual at all. It was very obvious that something wasn't right because she kept looking around her. She was terrified that these drug runners were going to come get her. She took her home and she didn't show her partner. She knew better than that. She hid it. She hid it and she thought she was going to take out one bit at a time and do one thing at a time, slowly, slowly. 
She changed so much in her life except her partner. Things changed for them. She told him that she had a really good job, it could make it easier for her. But this spending of the money became addictive. It's like I can get things now. Think about all the things that she wanted to get, all the things that she wanted to do. It became an addiction, it became I have it. I can now do all those things. And she was going to take it so slowly. But it just ended up not. And by two weeks on, she'd spent a lot. And her financial situation was better. But she still felt just as flippin' shitty. She still had arguments with her partner about the most stupidest things, but now they were different. They were just, they even seem more stupid now than before. I mean, before they were annoying because it, she'd get to the end of the argument and go, what the hell did, what, what, what was that? That, you know, the thing that she wanted to talk about, the thing that meant something to her got turned around five, thousand different times and now they're onto something completely different that's suddenly her fault and then she doesn't she's now apologizing for something she has no idea how they got to that subject and now that they are you know they've got money now that the arguments are just flipping stupid and she thought they wouldn't argue. She thought their arguments were based on the fact that there was no money. That if there was money, that would change it. But now it's just strange. And she realized as she got into this and that the initial buzz died down, that she was exactly the same girl as she was before. She was exactly the same Jess as she was before. She still had two beautiful kids. She still had, um, she still had things that she had before. She might have had more things that she had before. But she was exactly the same because the things that she needed to change didn't change. And that's, that's it. Some women can get stuck in the fact that if I have money, I'll change my partner. I can't afford to change my partner. I can't afford. Oh my goodness, you can give yourself that many excuses under the sun. But if they are not helping you, it is not going to change your life. Even if you get like you, you get a billion dollars slammed on you right now. If you do not change the thing that is affecting you most in the most negative way, and I guarantee you in most circumstances it's not money then nothing will change you have to change that and it's amazing what happens when you change that because you become different when you're in a situation where you can't really be yourself where you can't have your say you become smaller and when you're smaller you can't be your true self you can't shine the way that you're supposed to and it doesn't matter whether you've got you know no money at the end of the week whether you got fifty dollars at the end of the week or whether you've got you know three hundred fifty thousand dollars at the end of the week none of that matters what matters is what you do and i know that you think well it doesn't matter it it does because you will feel the same. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having $350,000 at the end of the week after all your expenses are gone and feeling exactly the same as you do now? Exactly. That would be horrific because nothing, nothing has changed. Nothing has improved. Only the clothes that you wear. Only the stuff that you buy. And that stuff doesn't make you shine any better. 
You can wear all the bling, but that doesn't make you shine any better. And this is about improving the you. Successful women go through all these. Successful women go through these times where they do not think they can handle it anymore. They don't think they can handle the kids anymore. And they do look after their own kids. Not everybody has a nanny. Not everyone wants to have a nanny. Not everyone that is deemed successful can afford to have a nanny. So sometimes it's just that they, they are exhausted. They still have to do the dishes and, and clean the floors and they still have to do stuff. They still have their responsibilities, still have to get up with the kids in the middle of the night. They still have to feed if they're feeding. They still have to do all those things. Nothing changes. So they feel exhausted like you do. The difference is they often have something else going on at the same time. Can you imagine running the house like you run you know, the kids and all their different sports and activities and running a company. Can you imagine that? That's what successful women manage to do. But they do it little by little. They don't just jump into it, especially if they don't know. First things first, take control of your finances. Know what where your money is going know what your responsibilities are know where the money has to go and then look at everything else where doesn't it have to go where is it going that it shouldn't be going what old subscription am i paying that i haven't seen seen or looked at in you know four years what is that subscription? I don't remember signing up for it. I probably did looking at what it is, but um, I don't remember doing it. So it, if I don't even remember doing it, and then I go in and have a look at it and go, oh my goodness, why did I do this? That's probably something that you need to cancel. You know, the, the little things like that, looking at where the money is going. If you've got 10 Audible accounts, but you don't need 10, Let's say you only need four. And I'm saying four because maybe you, the kids need one each. I don't know. You, you, you need to figure out what your own um, responsibilities are. And then you need to work out who can pay what and how you inter, how you change up the payment system. Do you put, you know, a certain amount your end in and a certain amount their end in and that makes the, you know, up the payment? Or do you do, um, so it's doing 50-50, basically. There's some things that, that you can't do 50-50 with, but uh, when it comes to the finances, it can be done 50-50. Oh, pretty much anything can be done 50-50. So, you know, it, it, you can't just, I know some people will go, but I work, you know, you've got to pay the bills because I work all week and I'm exhausted. I want to actually have fun with my money. We all want that, but that doesn't mean we all get it. Um, there are responsibilities. If you want to have a relationship and a family, you have to have, you know, you, that comes with responsibilities. Whether you want them or not, it comes with them. That's part of growing up. You, you need to take on those responsibilities and that's, that's part of it. We can't get the money and um, see where it's going, you know, put it in our own bank account and then go, well, this is mine. I can spend it on, you know, 10,000 shoes and a, a dress. And I'm using way over exaggerations today. I don't know why. Um, you, you just can't do that because you have responsibilities and they have to come first. So paying the mortgage and paying for food and um, paying what needs to be paid for, whether it's tuition or sporting events or things like that, those things need to be paid for. That has to be first. But you have to be able to do it on your own terms. So putting money in an account 
with um, with a partner in a shared account is a terrible, 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 terrible idea. I do not know who come up with that idea. I would highly advise against it. Actually, I would recommend never, ever, ever do it. Don't ever put your money in an account with somebody else that somebody else has control over your side of it. Don't ever do that. You need control over your money. It's called financial independence because you're not just independent from things like um, whether it's welfare or whether it's um, whatever it is. You're independent because it's your money and you're managing it. You need to know exactly what's coming in. You need to know exactly what's going out. You need to know where things are going. You need to know how much there is. And you also need to know what is left at the end. This is financial independence. You also need to know where the money's coming in from. You know, it's just, okay, I'm getting such and such from work. You need to know when it changes, if it changes. Like if, if for some reason your work decides to give you less pay, whether it's even like $5 less, you need to know that. You need to know in your bank account that that's, they've given you less. You need to know if it goes up. You need to know if your payments change because you have to be in control of them. You have to know where the money is going, where it's coming from and how it's being utilized and what's in it for you. How are you benefiting? I won't even, then there's savings. You actually have to have a savings account. I know, I know, I'm, I'm hearing my old self scream and going, well, that's very good for you. You've got money to save. What if you don't have money to save? When I say savings, I mean really, really, really looking at your finances and what do you absolutely need? and then cutting things out that you don't need. Cutting up credit cards, you know, if you're just spending them on because you need to treat yourself because you do, you gotta get rid of the credit card. Spend on absolutes and then save. And that doesn't mean you can't, you can't look after yourself once every now and then. Everybody needs that, but if that's if that becomes an issue where you can't save because that's happening, then that, it's not good either. You need a chance to put anything aside. It doesn't matter what it is. Let's say you put $2 aside this week. Maybe you put $2 aside next week, but part, part of saving is it stays there. It does not get used again. And I know from experience that is super hard to do when you've got you run out of money. Because so you get to the end of the week. You don't even get to the end of the week. You get to the end of payday and you're paying all your bills and you're doing your grocery run and you you're doing everything like that and you get to the end of it and you've put your savings aside only to find out that this thing has come up, whatever the thing is that is completely unexpected and you have no money for it. You have nothing. The only stuff that you have that will cover it is in your savings account. And that's when, that that's when you, I know from experience I've dipped into that. I've had to take it from that because there's no other, there's no other choice. So, the savings one can be hard, I know that from experience, because you want to put it away and you know it needs to go away, but then if something comes up, but I also know too, like I, I looked at, I remember going through my budget and looking and seeing different things that come up and going, you know, they, they won't be there next week, but by the time I look at next week, something else is there in its place. And some of those things are not, they're not negotiable things. They're just things that, that pop up, that you go, oh. yeah, I, I need to, I need to do that. And sometimes you need to put things on payment plans. I have been a hater of payment plans for years. 
like I, I don't want to have to pay it off I just want to pay it right now but if you don't have that to pay it right now you got to pay it off payment plans do work and they allow you to sort out your budget it means that because you can't if you can't pay it right up you've got if you can you've got a huge upfront expense but then you whatever money that you would have been spent on the payment plan you now don't have to do that for a payment plan you have to budget really well because you have to know that you've got the money to do that and then you've got things like utilities and um, you know electricity water all that kind of stuff that all has to come into it and maybe that only comes out once you know once every three months maybe that only comes out once you know every goodness knows how long you still have to know it's coming out you still have to know it's there you have to budget for it because the worst thing is the worst thing is being thinking that, that you're doing okay and then being surprised with something and finding out you're back to square one again it's kind of like that thing there was a, a thing a few years ago about how to stop complaining where every time you complained you had a special like a band on your wrist and you would not flick it but you would just swap it to the nut the next wrist and it was to make you aware of every time you complain so if you become aware of it then you could work on stopping it and you had to get to 75 days or something and the guy running it said it took him four months to get there because it was you know he'd get through day one and then you go you know back to day one because you complain and then you get to day two and then you go back to day one and you know then there's day one day one day one day two day one day one day one day two day three day one day one day one day one day two day three day four day five day one day one and this was just constant um that's kind of like how this starts you know when you when you're actually generally starting out it starts out like that you have lots of um great intentions and you, you fall off but the best thing about it is you've got to keep getting on financial independence doesn't come by giving up financial independence comes with a fight you, you got to find whatever strength you've got to just put it into going I'm going to look after myself because that's what successful people do they don't rely on other people to look after them. They look after themselves. They do the work themselves. And it's hard to start with because you're doing something you don't know. And when you're doing something you don't know, it always seems hard to start with. It's always those, that learning stage and that stage where you get frustrated and angry and just want to throw in the towel. But throwing in the towel means you stay exactly where you are. You don't, you don't progress. None of us want that for any of you. Not even, f you know, we don't want that for ourselves. We don't want that for you. There has to be improvement. There has to be improvement. There has to be. It's about growth. It's, you know, getting back up again and again and again. That's what financial freedom is. That's where it starts. That's where success starts. I guarantee you, all of you listening, everybody listening, is successful. I guarantee you. Actually, I can guarantee you that. Because if you're listening, you got up this morning. Maybe some of you are listening in bed. You woke up this morning. It's already a success. You did something. You achieved something. You achieved something that wasn't done before. You're a success. That's what makes you successful. It's focusing on the things that you're successful at. And admiring other people, but don't compare yourself to them. Ugh. You know, I used to have people say to me that, they admired me so much for what I was able to do. And all I could think of was, you wouldn't if you knew what my life was really like. I could 
see it. It's so hard to see when you're in that moment. It's so hard to see when you're in that time of restriction. But when you come to see what is really there, it, it's amazing. You see your successes. Your successes come with those hard times. The successes come with the ups and downs and the able to fight, even when you didn't think you could. You thought that there was nothing left. And just looking back on yourself and seeing yourself getting up again and again and again and again and again. How many times have you been successful at that? It doesn't matter that you've been knocked down again. It doesn't matter that you feel like you're, you're out for the count. You know what you did? You still got back up. You're successful at that. And if you're a mum, holy moly, you're successful. Trust me, your kids are still here. They're still, they can be the most wonderful, gorgeous pains in the ass that, that there are. And they can be learning and you can be learning and it's all growing and wondering how you can master all the different parenting techniques but you are successful because each day they are there and each day you teach them something even if you think you don't you do and each day you learn something from them even if you think you don't you are so successful in that being successful is something that we're born to do that we do every day without knowing it. This is just one more thing to put the effort in so we can actually manage ourselves and not let someone else manage us. Not be a puppet for somebody else so we can stand up and go, no, hang on a second. That's not what I want. That's not where my money needs to go. Where is it going? Where? What is this expense? Why is it going here? What do we need this for? You have that ability, even at the start, if it's mentally. Even if at the start, if it's, you know, very quiet or, you know, asking a question, trying to keep the peace, trying not to make an argument out of something, it may turn into one straight away because you've asked a question, which is already telling sign. But if it's, you know, asking a question tentatively because you want to know and then listening to the answer. Listen to the answer. What does the answer tell you? Is it just what it is or is it how the answer is said that says everything? You need to know. You need to know what's going on with your money. And please put it in your own account. Your own. Alright, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Bye.